Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a king who ruled over the land of Phrygia. It was a vast and rich land. King Midas had everything a king could ever wish for, a thriving kingdom and a beautiful daughter whom he cherished dearly. But above all things, the king's greatest happiness was provided by gold. He would spend his days counting his gold coins and his gold cups and his gold plates. He even ordered his tailors to weave gold into everything he wore. Every morning, when he would wake from his slumber, he would exclaim, Gold! 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 And every night before he shut his eyes, he would exclaim, Gold! 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 His daughter worried for him, She was not at all enamoured by material things. She preferred to spend her days outside, tending to her rose garden. One day, Dionysus, the Greek god of wine and celebrations, passed through Midas' kingdom. One of his friends, a satyr called Silenus, fell behind when he decided to cool his hooves in the spring just outside of the castle. From there, He spotted the princess's beautiful rose garden and could not help but have a look. The princess had come to tend to her garden and found Silenus sleeping. Dear Satyr, she asked, might I help you? Silenus roused and scrambled to his feet. Your your Highness, he said as he bowed, I I could not help but sit among your beautiful roses. They were so enchanting that I've lost my friends somewhere along the way. I thank you for your kind words. I love nature above all else. As do I, he replied. Come, you must meet my father. We shall dine together. It would be an honour, dear princess. The king was quite impressed with Silenus and insisted he stay the night and that in the morning the king himself would ride with him to Dionysus. Silenus accepted happily, but on one condition. I should like to walk in the garden before my slumber while the moon is full and shines bright upon your beautiful roses. And you shall have it, replied the king. Silenus walked until very late, and once he felt he had seen it all, he lay himself down underneath a tree and went to sleep. In the morning, King Midas rode with Silenus to Dionysus, whom they found at a roadside tavern where he was hosting the most glorious party. The interior was adorned with flowers and ribbons and everyone was happily making merriment. Silenus! We feared we lost you to the roses! Dionysus exclaimed. King Midas was kind enough to invite me to stay the night and dine with him. Ah, dear king! 
Dionysus said. I am grateful to you for being so kind to my friend and for bringing him back to us. For this, I shall grant you one wish. I thank you, Dionysus, King Midas replied. Give me a moment and I shall think of what I should like to wish for. Think hard, King, he warned. You have one wish, and remember, not everything we wish for we truly desire. King Midas thought and thought, and finally came up with what he would wish for. He told Dionysus, I should like everything I touch to turn to gold. And it shall be done, Dionysus replied. Sip of my cup and you shall have your wish granted. King Midas took a sip of wine from Dionysus's cup and as he pulled it from his lips, it immediately turned to gold. And then he touched the table and it turned to gold. King Midas could not believe it. He was happier than he had ever been. He went to his horse. But the moment he grabbed him, the reins, the saddle and his prized steed all turned to gold. He tried to put on a pair of gloves to prevent this, but the gloves too turned to gold. King Midas was seemingly unbothered by all of this. He shrugged his shoulders and walked all the way home. Once he was inside the palace, King Midas ran throughout his rooms, touching everything, a chair, the tables, his throne, the fireplace. Everything turned into bright, shimmering gold. He slept on the bed, but put his hands to each side so that the mattress may remain. And when he woke in the morning, he went directly to breakfast, for he was famished. His fork, now gold served him very well, and he ate merrily. The princess entered with a basket of beautiful, freshly cut roses. Father, I have cut these for our table. How lovely they are, and how beautiful they do smell, she said. They are glorious, daughter, he replied. Bring them here, so I might enjoy them. King Midas picked one up to inhale its fragrance. But it immediately turned to gold. Father! exclaimed the princess. Dionysus gave me one wish and you have just witnessed it. It is unnatural. Well, I s suppose I shall just have to admire the roses from afar, Midas thought. A little disappointed, he popped a grape into his mouth but almost chipped a tooth. It had turned to gold too. The same happened with a slice of toast. And fear began to well up when he realised that perhaps this had all been a terrible mistake. The princess began to cry, and when he went to comfort her and wrapped her in an embrace, she too turned to gold. Daughter! he screamed. Tears welled up in his eyes, and when he wiped them away, they dropped to the floor. Little gold droplets. Clink, clink, clink. King Midas realised what a horrible mistake he had made. He fell to his knees and cried, Dionysus, I beg you, take this curse from me. Let my daughter live. Dionysus heard the cries of King Midas. 
and he felt sorry for him, with his selfless wish to have his child back. And he went to the king and said, Go to the river and wash your hands. Midas listened and ran as fast as he could, and when he reached the riverbank, he dipped his hands into the water. Gold flowed from his hands into the water and up onto the riverbank. And when there was no gold left, King Midas returned home. And there he found that everything he had touched was returned to its former self. His horse was feeding in the barn, the furniture was once again wood and metal, and the princess was happily tending to her roses in the garden. He embraced her, and his heart was filled with joy. King Midas became a great king and a better person than he had ever been. He was generous and grateful for all the things that life had to offer, and his people loved him for it. And they lived happily ever after. The End Don't forget, you can listen to all my stories on YouTube at Granny McDuff. And now it's time to take a deep breath and close our eyes so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.